Hello, you're listening to episode 79 of It's an Adventure with Daniel and Victor. You can listen to this podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can donate to this podcast on Anchor. And if you like us, tell a friend. 79, I remember that year. I was living in a calculator at that time. Good times. Enjoy this week's episode. It's an adventure. I'm Daniel Farias. Are we on? Yeah, bitch. And I'm all naked. Oh, no. Good thing. looped up, ready to go. Good thing I can't see your stupid naked face. (laughs) You used to. I used to. You used to have to deal with, like, me jerking off halfway through. I know. I'd be like, bruh, are you Louis C.K. up in this bitch? Now, it's just when I get quiet, you kind of no yeah you know yeah because it's like um, it's okay if louie yeah. does it because he's louie but bro you're not louie yeah i'm not louie yet <laughs> what power or influence do i have over anyone like i'm not even getting into this <laughs> hey my name is victor rice <laughs> <laughs> no i was gonna say i'm putting the cart before the horse yeah like i'm doing all the weird sexual shit before i can get anything from it you know? Yeah. Um, my name is Victor Wright. I already said my name, bitch. Oh, god damn it. At the well, start of hey. this episode. Um, Daniel, why is your county so fucking retarded? My county? It's yeah. your county, too. Isn't La Mirada a part of Orange County? I'm in Sherman Oaks. Oh, already? Yeah. Damn, dude. So... I'm I'm looking at I mean I just stayed here yeah but I'm looking at a bunch of news articles thousands of protesters crowded Huntington Beach yesterday Daniel. oh oh look at you for you live in Sherman Oaks for what six months and you already already disown your county wow Victor wow and uh, you're one of those people now huh I bet you don't even say you're half Mexican I bet you say you're half fucking Spanish or something. No, I just say I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. These people, they don't get it. Last Saturday, I don't know if you saw this video I put up on social media. I actually went down mm-hmm. there to get footage of these. Oh, oh, so you went to protest. I didn't go to protest. What I did was I went with oh. Tyler and her little sister uh, last Saturday, and we drove around the, the beach and the pier. Uh, to get everybody walking around, and sure enough, dude, there was tens of thousands of people there last week, and it doesn't surprise me that Gavin Newsom said, uh, no, bitch, and closed all the beaches down. Well, for for any historians listening to this podcast, in 2020, um, there was a pretty bad pandemic of COVID-19 as part of the coronavirus, which, what, like that gives, like, cold and flu-like symptoms and shit. You forgot to say um, it was novel. It which, was novel, uh, yes, correct. Which means it's, it's new. It's new. Um, it kills old people pretty harshly, and uh, anyone with underlying conditions. Anyway, since there was a pandemic, m- most of the world had, like, stay-at-home orders. One weekend, like, six weeks in a bunch of people in Orange County just decided to go to the beach to kind of get out. And then Gavin Newsom, our governor of California, said, no, we're going to close down beaches. And then a week later, 
those same people went out and decided to protest those orders. No. Daniel, am I missing anything? Th this is what happened. Uh, about, like, I want to say, like, three weeks ago, a bunch of Trump supporters and people uh, started protesting in, um, in Huntington Beach near the pier on Main Street. Oh, right? you know what? You're right. Yes. And then um, about a week ago, uh, Orange County, I think, because it was, this is like a county thing where uh, cities that had beachfronts, they could open up the beaches. And so they did. Orange County opened up all of its beaches because, yeah, we're crazy. And uh, sure enough, from, I think, Newport all the way down to Huntington Beach, thousands upon thousands of people flocked to uh, the shore and the streets around the shore. And it was insane. You had people walking around with face masks. The thing is, though, they were surrounded by people. So those face masks were completely useless. Right. It was like, I don't know, it was something out of like a like a Simpsons episode, man. Like, as soon as they op lifted that ban, everybody went to the beach. It's like they forgot their fucking brains. Um, I don't... It's like, those, oh, it's go like ahead. those cartoons that we would watch in middle school, where as soon as the school bell rang, like, everyone was just running out of the, uh, running out of the school. Um, they just opened the floodgates. Yeah. I don't blame these people. I mean, I do, but I don't because I understand probably like the mindset that they had was like, yes, we can finally go to the beach. And these are people that probably spend every day of their life at the beach if they could. So they're just trying to get back to like some sort of normal that they had before all this craziness. The thing is, though, a thousand other people had that same idea and decided to go yeah. to the beach. And then... Uh, Add on all of the idiots that don't believe in this shit and don't care. Yeah, no. that's a that's a crock of shit right there. Well, and, and I'll add to this to the mindset of the original people, not the protesters, but the original people who went to like go to the beach. The idea that I can go into a Costco and still be surrounded by people in a building, um, but not be able to go to the beach, is an argument. The difference is that I'm not going to be in Costco for like five hours surrounded by the same people, you know? Yeah. Um, I remember, too, reading an article about how during a time of pandemic, the last place you want to be at is at the beach because of right. uh, certain factors, because of sewage that hasn't been treated correctly and may <laughs> be con contaminated. Uh there's an argument that says the the air at the beach is different because of the sand and the waves and it chops up certain molecules and shit and you know it has if there's a virus in the air it can the virus can be chopped up and you can breathe it in or if you go out swimming you can catch it there it's just like a lot of oh, people should have stayed home with like the sewage shit it's not like it's not even the um it's not even the coronavirus you should be afraid of. Yeah. It's other things. Other things. In general. Um, yeah, and I'm looking at the... Because I didn't really see too many of the pictures of people just going to the beach last weekend. Bro, I, I, I filmed the whole video. Yeah, oh, yeah. For people I, I, who want to see it, it's on my Instagram and Facebook. I also threw it up on TikTok. It's also on Twitter. Um, I started a Tinder account and threw that up there. I have no intention of meeting people on Tinder. I just want them to watch this video I shot last week. You have a TikTok now? Yeah, dude. Aren't you like 27? Bruh, I'm a, I'm a comedian, man. There's no stand-up. Oh. I gotta adapt. 
And TikTok's actually kind of fun. It sucks that I've sold all my information to the Chinese and Russians, but whatever, man. You got to make it somehow. Uh, I have an OnlyFans account, so if people want to follow me there. Oh, yeah. I, I, I put that up on that, that video up on my OnlyFans, too. My OnlyFans, <laughs> is that, my OnlyFans is that video and pictures of my feet. That's about it. Honestly, though, you'll get some good... You won't, I mean, get good audiences, but you'll get good money from that kind of shit. Yeah, man. Another thing um, comedians are doing. <laughs> uh, ben Shapiro, um, a conservative idiot, actually made a pretty good point about these Huntington Beach protests, though. Uh, actually, I don't know if it was about these protests specifically, but he made the point that, um, oh, what is it? If you're gonna pro, you're protesting the idea that you can still be safe, so we don't need the regulations. So if you're gonna protest, stay six feet away and still wear face masks. Because I'm looking at these people and they're all like talking about a disease that is spread through human contact. They are huddled together with zero protection on. They really are. And let me tell you something, Victor. I don't say this to be mean, but a lot of those people have very visible. Um, pre-existing conditions, so. <laughs> well, they're all in scooters. Yes. Those, like, little, little rooter scooters type things. <laughs> These leathery, oh. leathery white people. Well, it's not only just white people. You got some, like, other people there. I, it, yeah. it's, it's a It's a rainbow of ignorance down right, in Huntington right, Beach. Right, right, Well, and I, I heard, like, the, the richer parts in L.A., places like Beverly Hills are, have gotten hit pretty badly. And I was talking to my parents and I had to tell them, you know, rich people are kind of stupid. They yeah. don't believe in shit like vaccines. So what they, they think that this is going to kill them. Um, and then there's huge flare ups over there. Yeah, so, dude. I'm pretty sure it's a mixture of like some psychos, some Trumpers out there and right. a good majority of a uh, Lucille Blutes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so, Daniel, besides uh, protesting liberals, what have you been doing this week? I've been I've been working on some projects. Uh, oh, yeah. Been working on my uh, the next episode of my vlog slash web series stand. Uh, about yesterday, I also started a, a new series that I have up on my TikTok and that I put up on Twitter and Instagram. It's a, it's like a short 30-second news show called Giving You the Deets. And um, it's a it, it, it's 30-second sound bites where I give uh, an actual piece of news, and then I make a, a silly joke about it. Okay, okay. Well, you, you had a different uh, show that was kind of like that that I remember it was like useless shit you should know no it's it's sort of an offshoot out of, out of that okay, giving you the sure. deets i count i count that as a news show cuz i just okay. give like a whatever headline i see i take it and i make a joke out of it useless shit is more of a a video essay about a certain subject like okay, lobsters or purple drink or the song fake plastic trees by radiohead it's about one specific random thing that I know a lot about, whereas giving you the deets is uh, about current events. I'm... So, okay, for, yeah. Now I know the difference. I also, while you were talking, I looked up TikTok cringe, 
So I'll be looking at that for the rest of the podcast. Do it, man. You'll find some interesting things on TikTok. That's a TikTok is a is is a mutant of a thing. Is this is this the new Vine? Yeah, and some people would argue and say it's actually a better Vine. Why? Why do you think it's a better Vine? I don't know. I wasn't on Vine. (laughs) I just heard I just heard people say I've seen Vine compilations on the internet, but I was never a part of Vine when it was a thing. Okay. Yeah, you know what? Now that I think about it, I feel like TikTok is at least at this moment. It feels bigger than Vine, you know? Yeah. Because, like, Vine felt very much like, oh, I mean, all internet people know about it. But TikTok is getting to that point where, like, everybody, everybody knows about it. Like, your grandma's going to wind up on TikTok. Yeah, the fetus that's inside of your cousin knows about it. Right. (laughs) It's it's going to crawl out early to get its uh, TikTok famous. Yeah, basically. (laughs) It's already making its own TikToks in the womb, dude. It's already doing those like duo dances that people do where they challenge each other to, to copy the dance that they make. It's in there, dude, with the umbilical cord just fucking flossing it out. Or or they're doing it with like other fetuses. Yeah. You know, like those duos that I see all the time. Yeah. I think you just said that. Twins, dude. Really twins. Twins are killing it right now. Unborn twins are killing it right now on TikTok. Right. Um, I hope somebody takes that sound bite and does something with it. And that's why we shouldn't be for abortion. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> um, hey, uh, so, all right, you got that. Um, anything else going on in your life? I've been watching, I've been playing a lot of video games. I've been a lot, a lot of video games. Um, And usually I only play one video game at a time. But this time, I've been playing lots and lots of video games at the same time. I'm still playing Animal Crossing. I got Doom 2016, the reboot for the Switch okay. recently. Good choice. Um, yeah. I've also been playing uh, Final Fantasy 3 on the Super Nintendo, which is actually Final Fantasy 6. And that's been interesting. I dig that. Um, I still play Warzone every now and then. Did I talk about Warzone last podcast? <laughs> Yeah, I think we both did. Okay. And how um, the Gulag is the best part of Call of Duty, period. Yeah. And they haven't made that a separate thing yet. Yeah. I uh, I, I could talk about... Well, it's... Well, the, can, go for it. Can I, can I tell you my favorite part about Doom 2016? Yeah. You... How far, how far into it are you? I am, I think about to kill olivia purse okay so you're pretty far in yeah the uh, my favorite part of doom 2016 and maybe any video game in general is doom guy is so angry for no reason that the main guy i can't remember the guy's name um he's like you have to do this and doom guy gets so upset that he just punches the fucking elevator and every time he's told to do something instead of actually doing it he gets angry and just keeps like killing everything yeah i remember there's these i remember there's these things called argent energy tubes or something i don't know yeah the whole the plot of one of the plots of doom is that there's this corporation on mars in the far future that has opened a portal to hell and they are 
using that portal to hell to um, basically supply the human race with unlimited energy. So instead of like oil or wind or solar, uh, <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> earthlings are use the power, the immortal internal powers of hell to um, power their toasters. <laughs> and they, um, yeah, like this guy, uh, the head of this corporation is a robot because... Uh, well, a robot that used to be a human, but he had brain cancer, so they uploaded his consciousness into a giant robot. Right. And he tells you to go and um, turn off these Argent energy turbines. And he wants you to just turn it off, like just flip on the switch, off, boom. But just Doom, push the button. Yeah, Doom Guy don't, don't, <laughs> Doom Slayer, Doom Guy don't believe in no buttons, and he breaks it. Like he straights up, like, kicks it, curb stomps it, and then the robot's all like, Ugh. Well, no, because I remember, what's the guy's name? I keep wanting to say Hayden Christensen. Yeah, Samuel, ha- Samuel Hayden, I think that's his name. Samuel Hayden. Yeah. Because, like, as Doom Guy's Doom, like, curb stomping one of the Argent Energy things, you could hear Samuel Hayden go like, wait, no, 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 ah, <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, for a stupid game, it has a pretty decent app, like anti-corporate message to it. It does. So, I, I know. Yeah. This is very... I think it's... You could say um, the whole tapping into hell to yeah. get some sort of energy source or using that as an energy source. I think it's... You could compare that to maybe oil. It could be a metaphor to like fossil fuel and how if we keep drilling or we keep trying to pick at this shit, eventually it's going to overrun us and kill us uh, like uh, and, climate change. Like, and I, on, 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 a, on, a, on a different level also, um, the idea of tapping into hell to get something is a very Faustian-esque like idea like doing the deal with the devil and then the devil kind of coming back and fucking you over yeah and in this case it's like really awesome metal music yeah coming to, like kill you it is i think um gavin newsom i heard has a has a plan to uh stop all of the protests in huntington beach right he's uh he's gone into hell and he's retrieved the doom slayer right and he's gonna go down <laughs> Gavin Newsom got the sarcophagus that the Doomslayers in, opened it up, and <laughs> told the Doomslayer, "You're gonna go down to Orange County, and you're gonna rip and tear, and make sure that all of the leathery white people go home." <laughs> There's a, you know, the show Thirteen Reasons Why. Yeah, um, I can't remember what the channel's called. I think it's pretty much it. They were doing commentary on season two when Hannah's mom is like shooting guns and everything. And they're like, oh my god, she's training to go to hell to bring Hannah back. <laughs> <laughs> I would have been so happy. And you know what? That wouldn't even be that weird for that universe to take that kind of turn. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, so you're playing Doom. Yeah. Did you ever, any chance of, uh... Do you ever get back into Red Dead Two? Or no, I think I've been. I'm, that's probably on the list. I need to play these massive video games that I have that I haven't played, like Red Dead Two <laughs> and Metal Gear Solid Five. I have another question about Doom. Am I really near the end of the game? If I'm almost gonna kill Olivia Purse, like how long is the campaign? I how many hours have you been playing it? I forget. I've probably been playing it for like an 
upwards to like maybe four or five hours. I've got sure. that much in. Look, I because let me put it this way: from what I remember, four or five hours. Yeah, it's been it's been like it's been four years since I've played it. I just wanted to make sure that you got to a point where, like, Doom Guy was told to push a button, and instead he just starts curb stomping things. Yeah. Otherwise, think... my joke wouldn't have. Made... I wanted to make sure you were past the tutorial, basically. Oh, yeah, he does that a lot, <laughs> <laughs> and for like no reason. For too. no like, reason, it would be easier for him to just push the button. Like <laughs> I remember, like at the beginning of the game, the the robot talks to him. He's all like, "Hey, um." We're both gonna have to like work together, and then Doom Guy just throws the monitor that the fucking robot is using to talk to him against the wall. <laughs> well, no, the, I think the, the other scene he's in the elevator, and Samuel Hayden, he's like, "I I was trying to do good," and then Doom like the camera zooms to some guy who had an alien ripped out of his chest, and he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious um, but yeah i'm I, aside from i i think this campaign is probably gonna last i hope it lasts me a little bit more but i really <laughs> like games like red dead or metal gear solid 5 or skyrim that take months to complete i think i think doom 2016 is a good um counterbalance to that yeah because i think as much as i like things like red dead redemption 2 and skyrim if i'm playing that and I'm getting near the end. By the time I'm getting near the end, I'm kind of over it almost. Yeah. Uh, but with Doom 2016, I never felt that. So you're going to have a good long run, but I don't think you're ever going to get tired of it. Whee! <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, another video game related question, Daniel. Is is our Mortal Kombat 11 tournament ever going to happen? Uh, I think Corona put the kibosh on that. So it's just dead? Probably. Luis had a bunch of plans. Like, he was going to make it like a sporting event. Like, he was going right. to make it like a Mortal Kombat tournament, but it's UFC. <laughs> so, like, he was going to he was gonna have press conferences. People were going to get in each other's faces. Water bottles were going to get thrown. And then he was going to have a... He was going to set up an octagon, a cage, at the Amazing Comedy Theater and have everybody play in that cage. We're all going to do weigh-ins to make sure we're at the right weight level. Yeah, and instead um, of, like, cutting weight, you have to gain weight because it's video games. <laughs> so they just give you just sh straight-up sugar. Basically. <laughs> you just, uh, it's a strict diet of uh, Mountain Dew and Twinkies and Hot Pockets. <laughs> but hey, that's been my diet during quarantine, so I'll be good. I'll be good for the weigh-in. Hey! Um... I fuck. I bought hot pockets the other day. I haven't had hot pockets in years. Man, good. This, yeah. I mean, <laughs> the first time you have a hot pocket, you're all like, "Oh my god, it's a pizza in a pocket." But after your yeah. your like third one, you're like, "This is taking years off my life." Oh <laughs> uh, wait, third one of the night? No, or third just one third general? one in general in your life. Okay. Okay, for you sure. know, if you have right. if you have three hot pockets, you should know that you should probably not eat another one. But you do because it's a hot pocket. <laughs> um. Okay, for sure, I'll keep that in mind because I've been getting high every day. Uh, that's just. <laughs> hey, bro. Me too. I'm pretty sure my uh the chemistry of my brain has uh changed from uh pure neurons to cannabinoids. <laughs> 
Um, can I talk about Mortal Kombat for a second? Go for it. Uh, because I've been training for this fucking tournament that's not happening. Well, you know what, dude? It might not be happening, like, tomorrow or next week or next month, but it's gonna happen. Okay, okay, for sure. I just, I, I wanted to know that, um, because everyone online always chooses Scorpion, and I said, for this tournament, I'm not gonna do that. So I've been training with Johnny Cage, and I used to be a Scorpion player, now I fucking hate Scorpion players. And I understand why people would send me angry messages after I beat them. Is Were you using a cheap character, Victor? Are you fucking cheap? I am cheap. Because I'm in it to win it, Daniel. When I play Risk, I make alliances and then immediately break them. That, I mean, sometimes it doesn't always work, but you know. Yeah. Um, who who you- are the OP characters in Mortal Kombat? Is Scorpion an OP character? Scorpion... Scorpion became an OP character, I think, in MKX, which is the last one. Um, Cabal seems to be a pretty OP character. I'm playing as Johnny Cage right now. I don't know if that's an OP character, but I think almost any character where you can portal behind someone has a pretty big advantage over everyone else, you know? Gotcha. Because so, whenever I play Mortal Kombat, it's just pure cheese. I'm just cheesing it all the way. So I pick a Noob Cybot because he has the best move in the game. Is that the drag the person down and then throw a bunch of portals? Yeah. It's no. It. I don't know if it's that one, but I think I think we've talked about this on the podcast in the past. But Noob Cybot has the best move where he jumps up in the air, disappears, and then tw- teleports behind somebody and slams him into the ground. Yes, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's moves like that. Any character with that has a pretty decent advantage, and you kind of have to know how to avoid that kind of shit to, like, actually avoid it, you know? Yeah, there's a lot there's- of characters in Mortal Kombat that know how to teleport. I wonder if uh, Mortal Kombat has, like, a teleport school where the fucking <laughs> fighters can go to learn how to teleport. Well, my favorite is, like, Kung Lao who just kind of has razors on his hat, he'll throw it and then teleport through there. And it's like, where the fuck did that power come from? <laughs> <laughs> um, no, and this isn't an OP move, but for me, the cheese would come from Scorpion doing down back A, which is his like teleport behind. And it wouldn't just teleport behind, it would also hit you. So mm. that's pretty big. Like Kung Lao, he'll teleport behind, but... Unless you hit an extra button, he's not going to hit you. So, I'm tearing it up on the rank scene right now. Fucking Johnny Cage, come at me, bro. And um, Mortal Kombat 11 is not as good as 9, but it's, I think, better than 10 so far. Damn, that's cool. I know a lot of people were, like, um, mad about it when it came out because people were saying it was broken. It's, uh, I can't remember the exact thing, and I got it so far. I got it like a year after the fact and it's I just remember microtransactions being a bad thing Mm. and even though they're gone the remnants are still there which is why so far the best Mortal Kombat game in this generation or in the past two generations has been nine because it's like the easiest um it's just a pick up and play you don't have to do any like microtransactions or anything but that's to save the industry, Daniel. 
Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta buy the game after you buy the game, you know. You just have to keep buying the game, and then um, and if you can't buy the game, well, here's the thing: you have to buy the game after you buy the game because when you buy the game, it's not complete. The fucking I bought Call of Duty Modern Warfare, right? So I wanted to play it the other day, and it's like, oh, it needs an update. And yeah, like, dude. It's the update is like 15 gigabytes. All right. I talked to Activision on Twitter. Well, I didn't. I sent out a tweet hoping that they'd see it and respond and then go viral, but it never did. But the update is like 15 gigabytes. And I've already purged most of the storage I've had on my PS4 to play fucking Warzone. I, I did a whole podcast with Luis where the only thing that I did was erase games off my fucking. <laughs> hard drive on my ps4 to download this stupid shit every time warzone updates i have to uninstall it and then reinstall it to play it so daniel this is i don't know if this is specific for if you own because i bought the game i have like for 60 bucks i have the full game right yeah i don't know if this is a specific thing or if you get it with just warzone but i the thing said i need an update so it's like 15 gigabytes I let it alone, I let it update for a couple hours, I went and I pushed, I want to play the game, and all I could play was Warzone, and when I clicked on multiplayer or campaign or spec ops or whatever, it would say you need to download these things, so I went and had to download another fucking update on a data pack that wasn't in the, that wasn't in the update in the first place, why isn't that shit in the update? I don't know, I, man. It's make uh, move on. What do you want to talk about? Well, oh, The Last of Us Part 2. Apparently, the minimum uh, requirement for that game, if you want to download it, is it's uh, it's it's starting off at 100 gigabytes. 6 terabytes? Oh, seriously? 100 gigabytes? Yeah. So I'm telling you right now, I don't think I'm playing The Last of Us Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not, because I have an Xbox. Oh. So. But you have it's, a PS3. Um... Oh, wait. It's not coming out for that. <laughs> Fuck you. No, I, I thought that it was. But I'm all like, I said I said the words PS3, and I'm, my brain was all like, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> I thought you were doing that real bitch move of like, oh, you could buy it with your millions of dollars. Oh, wait, you don't have that. No. <laughs> no. Um, Goddamn. I'm still looking at TikTok cringe memes as we're doing this. Hey, have you have you done any of the dancing ones, Daniel? No, but I think I'm another month of quarantine away from doing one. Yeah. What would your what would your dance TikTok be? I'd do the uh the old man. You know what the old man is? Uh, no, no. That's where you stand, you put an like a hand on your hip. And you you do two other things, and these are the only two things that you do: you tap your foot and you wag your finger. Okay, okay. In time to the music, and that's what I, that's the TikTok dance that I'm really really into. <laughs> and what what music would you are you gonna have behind it? Oh, I'm I'm a connoisseur of music. I like a variety of things, you know. I think I'll have uh, the new music, the new rap that the kids are listening to today, you know. 
Um, yeah. Maybe I'll throw in some some oldies but goodies. Maybe I'll 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 dance to to the music of Britney Spears or Madonna or Whitney Houston. Maybe throw in some um, some grunge there, Pearl Jam. Uh, Steely Dan is a great uh, band to dance to. So is uh, the band Television. They heavily inspired one of my favorite bands, A Stroke. So I got they got a bunch of dancey tunes. Not really, but I'll make it work. And um, oh, it's always good to rely on the classics, you know. Glenn Miller, Louis Armstrong, Jelly Roll Morton, those jazz favorites. Yeah, I'll, I'll dance to that shit. Is grunge still a thing? Um, no. Grunge okay. died when Kurt Cobain blew his brains out. Got what the what is the other thing? Scat? I don't. I need to look this up. Scat. <laughs> well, is scat I think still a thing? no, but you know what? Since I'm trying to make it on in TikTok, I think I should try and make it a thing. I think people would like to see little clips of people going scat scuba da di da boo da di get a di go da da ba 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 do 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 syringe od di go da boo da. Scatman Furious. Hey. Um, what's your name on TikTok again? My name is the same name that I have on Instagram, Daniel Farius. Four, 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 four. All right, for sure. So everyone look out for Daniel as he uh, brings back scats. Yeah, and do my old man dance, man. That's a, that's yeah. a legit <laughs> shit right there. Oh, hey, do you like Harry Potter, Daniel? Um... No, <laughs> this is it. Feels weird. I don't know. Whenever I say that I'm not really a fan of Harry Potter, I feel like I'm like saying something blasphemous. Like every time I say like ah, I'm not really, I don't really like Harry Potter, I feel like I'm saying Princess Diana was a whore. I don't know. Like it's it's weird. I mean, like it's not bad. I, I've seen yeah. the movies. I've enjoyed the movies. They're cool. Yeah. I I read. I had, in second grade, my teacher uh, read The Prisoner of Azkaban with me, and then I bought The Chamber of Secrets. Um, well, my, my teacher didn't read it with me. She read it to the class, and um, after she read it to the class, I, I bought The Chamber of Secrets, and I never finished it. <laughs> it's just something that I never really got into, and it's weird because yeah. everybody my age um, really wants to blow Harry Potter. Right. You know, I'm kind of in the same vein i guess i grew up with the movies i never read the books because i don't really know how to read so um i started kind of i still don't dislike harry potter but i really just stopped liking it i, I don't know if i've told the story in the podcast before i had a girlfriend and when i would go over to her house on the weekends all she had on TV was like ABC family and every weekend on ABC family is fucking Harry Potter weekend. So for an entire summer, every weekend I have to watch the same movie over and over again. So I've become kind of disenchanted with uh, the Harry Potter series. Um, disenchanted. Ooh, was that on purpose? You know, I did very interesting word choice there. Ain't I a cheeky boy? Hey. Um, Daniel, did you, does your dislike for Harry Potter 
I, I know you said it's just because you never really got into it, but did it possibly come because you grew up religious and uh, religious people hate Harry Potter? Um, no. Uh, I could say uh, maybe some factor played into that. I yeah. I think I remember watching a Harry Potter movie with my mom, and mm -hmm. then her being like, Ugh, "Witches and wizards, magic. The only <laughs> the only magic in the world is Jesus." And then I just ignored her. <laughs> but that's about it, you know. The only magic in the world is Jesus. Um, I did because i went to the catholic school basically my entire life oh my god catholic. did they say that that harry potter's a little devil boy no okay my computer teacher and i was like in first grade she said i don't allow harry potter in my house because that's just opening the window for the devil to come in and she said exactly that i don't understand why these religious people hate harry potter man Harry Potter is like it, you might not like it but it's legit and they should they should like Harry Potter because JK Rowling the person who created Harry Potter has more yeah. money than god okay so well I, I don't know if that's a reason why religious people should like Harry Potter well if she has more money than god then she's better than god uh, oh okay i'm not I said that, your, and I'm going to live with it. Logic? My yeah. logic is, go on to whatever you were saying about your crazy computer teacher. I said, you heard what I said. Because, Daniel, I, I, I believe in Nazi Germany, Hitler had more money than all of those people. So are you saying Hitler was the best person in Germany? I'm sure somebody had more money than Hitler around that time. <laughs> J.D. Rockefeller was probably alive, you know? <laughs> You fucking sidestepper. All right. Um, well, no, I mean, if we're being serious, if you watch the, um, I mean, I've only, I'm, I'm sure if you've read the books, but I've watched the Harry Potter movies and there's tons of like religious symbolism, tons of different references to the Bible. So she was inspired by the very religion that chastises her, which is kind of interesting. Um, and one of these people, and I think this is fucking bullshit, because um, I read the final chapter and it kind of gives it away, but I just want to live in this magic. Some housewife rewrote Harry Potter, so instead of Harry Potter becoming a, a, a wizard, he becomes a Christian. Oh. And, <laughs> um, I think it's a fucking troll, but chapter one still reads quite well, and I'd like to share it with you, Daniel. Let's go. We haven't had a very we haven't had a good fan fiction reading in a while, and I think it's time. Let's do it. We're nearing forty minutes here. Let's let's use the last twenty minutes of this podcast to read this, this ridiculous fan fiction. To read Hogwarts. School of Prayer and Miracles. <laughs> um, and Daniel, like every good fan fiction, author's note. Hello's, hello, friends. My name is Grace Ann. I'm new to this whole fan fiction thing, 
but recently I've encountered a problem that I believe this is the solution to. My little ones have been asking to read the Harry Potter books, and of course I'm happy for them to be reading, but I don't want them turning into witches. So I thought, why not make some slight changes so these books are family-friendly? And then I thought, why not share this with all the other mommies who are facing the same problem? So, ta-da! Here it is. I am so excited to share this with all of you. So without further ado... How do you feel about this so far, Daniel? Um, I feel like her heart's in the uh, the right place. Uh, she, yeah. I don't think I anybody should tell her that Dumbledore is gay. <laughs> and that uh, Dobby... 169 Hermione. Yeah. And in another tweet. Um, yeah. I also don't think um, people should tell her where wizards store their uh, wands. <laughs> I'm going to let you know this right now for all of you that don't know. They go they go straight up your ass. So, um, well, the, 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 there was a real thing, like an actual tweet that she, J.K. Rowling made saying that, um, Toilets weren't at Hogwarts or something. <laughs> is that legit? Is that real? Or are you fucking with me? People would poop and then just poof it away. I we need to get on this technology. I think that would really help with climate change. <laughs> we need to get on this technology of magic. Yeah. Um, all right. So yeah, I agree. I, again, I'm assuming this is just some troll. She's not actually a mom, but in in the spirit of this, I think she good mom but like doesn't know anything about how the world works once upon a time there's a little boy named harry potter who lived under the stairs in a house on pivot drive with his aunt and uncle he was a good obedient boy who did all his chores but he felt that there was something missing in his life something big and special but he could not quite name it he stayed up every night and wished for this special something but then one day, there was a knock at his door, and everything changed. Answer the... Uh, I needed an Aunt Petunia. Arr, answer the door, Harry. His Aunt Petunia, a career woman... Okay. Barked from her armchair, where she sat with her feet up. She had short, curly blonde hair and never wore any makeup. Uncle Vernon nodded sheepishly from the kitchen and put a tray of moist, chocolatey brownies in the oven. Daniel, I'm a bit confused at this point. What's got you confused? She says that Harry Potter will turn people into witches, but these are, like, fairly accurate representations of these characters. So did she read Harry Potter or watch the movies? Um, she probably maybe did a little bit of both. Okay. You know, she's got kids. Maybe she's all like, I'll put on Harry Potter to entertain them. And then after, uh, after her kids watched Harry Potter, she got, uh, the biggest vial of holy water and doused her children's eyes with it. You know, not even doused it, just maced them. Just maced them with holy water. It was like, no, no, no. It was like after they win the Super Bowl where the coach gets drenched in Gatorade. Yeah. Like, she just drenched her kids in holy water after this. Basically. <laughs> Shouldn't you be doing that? Oh, sorry. I need my Harry Potter voice. Shouldn't you be doing that? Harry thought. But he was a very obedient young boy, so he answered the door right away. He turned the brass metal doorknob and pulled open the heavy wooden door. 
On the porch was standing a huge muscular man with a big manly beard, and he was dressed in a plaid red shirt, blue jeans, and sturdy leather boots. His chest was covered in a thick, unruly carpet of coarse brown hair. He wore a necklace that looked to Harry like a lowercase t. Just looking at Harry feel happy. That's how it's written. Peaceful somehow, but he couldn't say why. I need a Hagrid voice. Arr, good morning, kiddo. The wow, I didn't know Hagrid was a pirate. <laughs> he, uh, again, this isn't Hagrid, J.K. Rowling. This is uh, Grace Anne's Hagrid, and here she, he's a pirate. Gotcha, okay. The man greeted amiably and smiled at Harry. He had the peaceful, friendly sort of face you just knew you could trust. Arr, my name is Hagrid. Could I speak to your mommy and daddy? <laughs> I don't have a mommy or daddy, Harry replied sadly, and looked at his raggedy old shoes that were blue. Perhaps that was why he felt so lonely. He thought not for the rest, not for the first time. Maybe that was what was missing, a mommy and daddy. But no, that was not quite right. Arr, I'm sorry to hear that. Hagrid uttered empathetically. You can you can speak with my auntie and uncle, Harry retorted politely and blinked his big blue childlike eyes. Ah, uh, what do you want? Aunt Petunia peered out the door with her narrow, suspicious eyes, and she was wearing a baggy, unflattering pantsuit. Uh, is she supposed to look like Hillary Clinton? Maybe. I don't think, uh, wait, who, who's supposed, who's this character supposed to be again? Aunt Petunia. Aunt Petunia. Aunt. Well, she's, she's religious, so I imagine she's conservative, and Aunt Petunia isn't a good character, right? She's a bad person. Right. So, yeah, naturally, of course, she would want to make this lady look like Hillary Clinton. Because I just realized this, she has curly blonde hair and is wearing a pantsuit. Um, fair enough. Is she running um, for president? Well, so, well, she's a career woman. Gotcha. So, so maybe. Know, okay, yeah. Maybe, yeah. Uh, excuse me, I lost my place. Arr, arr, hello, neighbor. I was wondering if you have been saved. <laughs> Hagrid explained, exclaimed brightly and tipped his wide-brimmed straw cowboy hat. Where the fuck did that come from? Aunt Petunia laughed a gravelly laugh and leaned forward on her sturdy, practical boots. Saved? Don't tell me you are one of those Christians. <laughs> Harry did not know what that word meant, but Hagrid, Hagrid's smile was the most peace, peaceful smile he had ever seen. It made Harry feel warm and happy inside just seeing the glowing, radiant grin on the kind, friendly stranger's face. He wondered why Aunt Petunia and Uncle Vernon did not smile like that. Arg, yes I am, Hagrid replied kindly. Are you? Aunt Petunia laughed again and stuck her pointy, sharp nose up in the air. We are too smart for... I'm, I'm giving up on the Aunt Petunia voice. We are too smart for that. Haven't you read Daw Dawkins? God is dead. Dawkins proved that. Would you like us to educate you on the Dawkins? 
Uh, Daniel. Yes. How how familiar are you with Christian literature or movies? Um, I know there's this book called the Bible. Okay. Um, that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, because have you ever watched things like God's Not Dead or anything? No, no. I think I had a phase out of existence if I (laughs) sat down and watched that. Um, because there's a thing, there's a very odd thing I've noticed about Christian, like books and movies and shit like that, where people in like America don't know what a Christian is and they're like 35. So I, it's just an interesting fucking thing I've noticed. Um, let me see. I'm going to kind of skip ahead. Aunt Petunia smacked her hands over Harry's young ears, and her voice was sickly sweet when she said, Thank you very much for your concern, sir, but he does not need your religion. He has science and socialism and birthdays. <laughs> Haven't you? <laughs> birthdays? And socialism? Okay. I... I like how she just lumps those three kind of random things together. And depending on what country you live in, at least one of those things you're not living with, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Haven't you heard of evolution? I have a very good textbook on evolution that I could give you on it if you would like to learn things. Hagrid laughed wisely. Evolution is a fairy tale. You don't really believe that, do you? Yes, I do, Aunt Petunia screeched. Well then, prove it. Aunt Petunia could only stare at him, and her big mouth hung open dumbly. Here she thought she was so educated and always demanded that Christians prove what they believed in. But she couldn't even prove her own religion. It was then that Harry knew who the smart one here was. Wait, evolution's a religion? I uh, yeah. So Daniel, when you would go in high school to your like science to your like Christian club and make fun of them, you were the real religious person. Oh no, I don't <laughs> even know what to what to pray to if evolution's a religion. I guess you'd be like, oh, Father, natural selection. Thou art in the universe. Please bestow upon us the traits that we are need <laughs> to survive and adapt to this ever-changing planet. <laughs> the, that's the thing about these things, where it's like, oh, they claim that science is their religion, is like our religion, but there's we don't need a leap of faith, really. Because even if I can't explain it, I know there's, like, peer-reviewed shit, and I can read those, as opposed to the Bible, where it's like, oh, just trust us. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm on your side here, Daniel. <laughs> Thank you. Um, but and I'm pretty sure of- there's other better religions than evolution. I think if you look at evolution, it'd make for a really shitty religion. Well, because anyone who's, like, weak... Well, no, not even that, because evolution, people just die off. Yeah. And that's it. It's random. Yeah. Like, God. 
What is God? I've never heard of that. I'm 25 and I live in America. I don't know what a Christian is. Oh my God. No way. <laughs> um, tell me how to get to this heaven's place, Harry cried wistfully, uh, clasping his hands together. Sometimes the wisdom of little ones is really amazing. We think we grown-ups know it all. But then God speaks through the mouths of little ones and shows us how we are all mortals struggling along the path of life. Humility. That just came out of, I didn't even, that was verbatim. Um, all you have to do is be saved. Do you want to be saved? I do, I do, Harry squealed, jumping up and down. Then pray the sinner's prayer. Aunt Petunia tried to stop him. But she was powerless against Harry's pure, innocent, holy energy. Soon Harry had said the prayer. Hagrid beamed happily. You're a Christian now, Harry. Hagrid cried proudly. Harry smiled, but then interrogated. But how do I be a Christian? I don't know how. Hagrid grinned widely. There's only one place to learn. That Hogwarts School of Prayer and Miracles. End of chapter one. Uh, we got an author's note. So what do you think, all? What do you all think? I may not be a professional writer, but I think I'm being given the talent to pull this off in service of a greater mission. Blessings, Grace Anne. I Thoughts, think, Daniel? I think that, um, she's on to something, you know? I, yeah. Let, let's see how... Yeah. Who's gonna be the headmaster? Is it gonna be the Pope? Well, that's if she's Catholic. I don't I, know. I skimmed a little bit of it, um, because what is, it's Headmaster Dumbledore, is that what it's called? Yeah. Is that what his title, is that his title? Or Grand Wizard. Right. <laughs> is he in the KKK? <laughs> hey, he does have a pointy hat. He does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You know, there needs to be, like, a racist to rewrite Harry Potter now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, there's Grand Wizards, Grand Dragons, <laughs> Warlocks, um, I think. I know there's there's Wizards, but, you know, Warlocks are basically the same thing. But in Hogwarts School of fucking, what is it, Miracles and Prayers, his title is just Reverend. <laughs> Reverend Dumbledore. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but that's the thing, like, you don't fly around on a broomstick, and I'm not gonna read any more today, I'll skim some more next week and see if anything's worth it. Isn't, wouldn't Hogwarts just be a school then? Like, there's nothing special about it, right? Basically. I know, there's no brooms or, or wands or magical creatures or none of that yeah. shit. Because, like, it'd basically be like the school I went to as a kid. And my school, I liked it, but it was kind of ugly, you know? Yeah. So, all right, Daniel, I need a sandwich. You need a sandwich? I need to take a deuce. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you think about that while you're eating your sandwich, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I will. Hey, hey, do you have toilets in your house, or do you just poof it away? I just poof it away, man. I have the, no, what happens is the Doom Slayer comes in and tries to clean it up, but instead of cleaning it up, he just stomps on it and makes a bigger mess. 
just flush the toilet doom slayer and then <laughs> he, just destroy he destroys it, it. just like stomps on it porcelain shards going everywhere <laughs> fucking uh, before we go that needs to be a mortal Kombat character doom slayer we've had, yeah we've had terminator we've had predator we've had jason Voorhees. why the fuck isn't doom slayer uh, a fu- a uh like a DLC character, yeah. Where there's been rumors for a long ass time since um, DLC was announced for Super Smash Brothers that Doom Slayer is actually slated to be a uh, DLC for Smash Brothers. Interesting. And there's, I don't know if it's been proven false or if like yeah. people doctored it, but there have been leaks out there. People have data mined, I don't know if they've data mined the game. Or yeah. if, if somebody has leaked it, but they've uh, found some some there's these fighters in Smash Bros called the Me Fighters, and they're mm-hmm. customizable fighters, and you can put different suits on them, different hats, and there yeah. is there are Doom assets somewhere. It's either in the game or it's been leaked. Like there's been a picture of a Me Fighter hat, a me of a Me Fighter wearing a, a Cacodemon hat. So I don't know. It's um. Smash Bros. is is due to get another six characters over the next year. And people were saying Doom Slayer was going to be a part of the first DLC pack. But um, he might be a part of the second one coming in. I don't know. The only reason I wouldn't want it for Smash Bros. and do want it for Mortal Kombat is because of the fatalities and the brutalities and everything. Oh yeah, Doom Slayer uh, would like curb stomp motherfuckers. Oh yeah. Uh, in with all of these graphics, it'd be fucking great. Yeah. Um, Daniel, you need, you need to take a shit. I need to eat and make shit. Yeah. So hey, it's been an adventure, buddy. It has. Yeah. This yeah. My name is Victor Wright. My name is Daniel Farias, and we'll see you guys later. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>